It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Please expand on that. No, I'm always smart. I, That's just it. He thinks he's always. I'm, can you give us a percentage? <laughs> yeah, what percentage of right do you think I am? Oh, I would say maybe 25%. Wrong. 25%? I'm only 25% wrong. 25% right? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that seems like an accurate number. I think I'm closer to the 80 percentile. We've titled a, a fact after Alejandro. It's called an, we've coined the, this term called an Alejandro fact. And it's just a normal fact, except it's only 80% right. <laughs> it's close. That's about right. Yeah. So yeah. whenever That's he's like right. telling uh, me or Otis or anyone else who's in the room some fact, we always have this fraction in, or percentage in our mind. Like it's 80% and then we have to fact check him. That's it's probably right. kind of right. And 80% is a good number. <laughs> My thing is it's enough to get you to do your own research. Yes. Right. I may not have all the answers and you shouldn't even if I did, you shouldn't take me for my word. You should do your own research and uh, discover it on your own. That's yes. my whole thing. Of you... course, when you say anything, though, you say it with such fervor, <laughs> with you know, this conviction. is right. This well, is what I mean. Who does he get it from? Is I it you? have no idea. I know. <laughs> no, that's, that's, yeah. I've heard you speak and I've heard you tell stories before, and there's a lot of conviction and there's a good storytelling right. in there. Good. See, there, that's, that's where it where derives it from. Because I'm right. Oh my gosh. Has he always been like that as a kid? Has he always been like the type of person like who would do research and like would love to like tell you the new thing about Pokemon or whatever he was into at the I time? I think I just like to talk. Mm, as a kid, really? For sure, right? Well, I mean, as a little kid, you were real quiet. Yeah, I as was shy. You, you were very shy. And but quiet. I warm up to people. Yes. Yeah. We have this other thing, uh, <laughs> that uh, another theory about Alejandro, your son, that we've come up with is that it takes six hours for a stranger to fully like him for him six to warm up hours to. did you say six yeah. hours is okay that an I say, and like number? cumulative too i, I say, say like i could like meet somebody and then yeah 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 that's about true <laughs> that's about, that's right. about See, accurate mom gets it <laughs> mom's gone through those six hours a couple of times oh really <laughs> uh, well yeah. bless your soul well, you, thank you you are thank a hero well. <laughs> thank you for your service christian for, goes through it also i mean what do you mean yeah, I go that's right. oh, through you, taking you, care of you? you? You too. These are my rocks. These are my... Hey, we all balance rocks. each other out. In Order and chaos. Yes. Well, um, we, we usually say welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes. Uh, welcome to another episode of ICBTB Podcast. Podcast. And this is a very special episode. Very special edition. We have can't be that bad. Uh, the... I don't know. The, the yes. Moby Dick of guests. The, the white whale... The great white, <laughs> the white buffalo. Whale. Yes, we have the uh, the Bermuda Triangle. We have the guests, the Jennifer Aniston of Friends. Oh, that's much nicer than character. a whale. Nice, nice. Oh, my mistake. I was yeah. Okay, thanks, Christian. Come on, that's your mother, man. Well, cats out of the bag. We better have metaphors. My mother here. As we a have guest. Alex's Woo-hoo. mom, Heidi Middleton. Yeah. Welcome. Now, leading up to this, I've been in my own head. I don't know what to call you during the episode. Should I call you? Mrs. Middleton, should I call you Alejandro's mom, or should I call you Heidi? What would you prefer? Uh, I think Heidi is fine. Okay, yeah. and is this for the duration of the episode, or am I allowed to call you this when I come over? As soon as you, you stop recording. You may call me that anytime. Okay. As soon as you stop recording, it's back to Mrs. Middleton. Okay, back to that. Uh, back to hi, thank you. When I get like very polite and like meeting parents, yeah. I 
don't know what to call them at first. I just start. I just had a conversation with my girlfriend's mom this year, and my girlfriend and I have been dating for almost seven years. For a long time, yeah. And I had this conversation with her because I felt comfortable enough. I said, Mm -hmm. what do I call you? What can I call you? After seven years? Yeah. And so now her name is Gloria, so now I call her Mommy Glow. That's her nickname. Mommy Glow, cute. Yes. And so now I know I can call you Heidi. Yeah. Okay. Yes, of course. Yeah, and, 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 and you can call me... Alejandro, I'm I'm not changing Egalta. anything. For, I'm not calling you Egalta. Okay, fine. Ali. Uh, thanks, mom. That, Ali. We, don't talk, we don't talk about that. No, no. let's expand no, no, on no, that. No. The movie talk can wait. Like now that you are in the special guest chair, uh, being the special guest that you are, I'm waiting for the dirt. Oh yeah, yeah. I well, he made me promise. No, so. it's, you can say whatever you like. That's that's. I we were just saying on the last episode. Actually, there's not much I don't say on these episodes anymore. You know, that's true. Yeah. This, these poor people have that heard everything come out. So. Yeah. Yes. They you just know. have to work to get it, and that work comes in the form of listening through get, the episodes. Getting through 30 minutes of us making butt jokes. Bantering and whatnot. There's some gold in there. Mom, you do listen to the episodes. I do. You, I would say you listen to 75% of the episodes. Uh, yeah, maybe just a wee bit less, because okay, so they are a little harsh sometimes. My mother says the same thing. Yeah, so. <laughs> My mother wants to heighten our numbers in terms of views and listens, so she'll go on our YouTube, uh, play every episode, but lowers down the volume. Oh, that's oh. incredible. What a great move. So that's a if, smart move. Yeah. That's a smart move. Yeah, yeah. For mothers out there that can't really stomach the... Grotesque language that Christian has. No, that you have. I've simmered down on it because now I know how to podcast <laughs> more. Um, but I'm going to try my best to not throw any inflammatory words out there. Well, we watched a movie called Jingle, Jingle All, All the, the Way. way. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be pretty hard to cuss at that one. Yes. Heidi, please, uh, um, can you... Tell me what this movie means to you and what it means for your Christmas tradition and whatnot. Yeah, this is also our first Christmas movie of the month of December. Oh, so is we'll, it? Okay. Welcome to December, baddies. Well, we're just getting close to Thanksgiving. That's right. And so now you start feeling like Christmas is coming, right? And yes. so they're showing all the movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some of the houses have decorations in them already. Yeah, you got neighbors already decked oh, out. Yeah. yeah, man. They're really trying to compete on this street. 2020 everybody's got decorations going up early yes yeah Um, you saw my mother's decorations they're beautiful i'll tell you she wouldn't want me to tell you this but those weren't up two days ago but when news (laughs) came out yesterday that you were coming over (gasps) no she was like oh i i need to soup the house up oh my gosh well she did an awesome job remember when the olympics were in china and they like forced all the poor people out of beijing so they could build the stadiums that's like what christian did but with like dolls and dirty clothes, they just like pushed all of them out of where they live and put up all the Christmas put, like, decorations, Christmas stuff, and like oh pictures goodness. and stuff, and it's tiny villages. Beautiful. She literally should definitely a town. consider doing that professionally. She's she got does this every tree. year. It really, this is the best yeah. Christmas. Honestly, every year. yeah, oh, that's yes. awesome. Um, but yes, um, so this movie, you do you watch it every single year for Christmas every time? Every single. I mean, there's a handful of Christmas movies that we watch at home um, over the season every year and this one just happened to be on tv the other day yeah so you know it's it just sparked that oh gosh it's christmas mm-hmm. already and i love the music in this movie um they're baking cookies i'm usually baking cookies while i'm watching it <laughs> oh, and nice. uh it's just a fun movie it's i've always enjoyed it i like arnold schwarzenegger uh-huh. and i like i like the concept of the movie where he's trying to 
please his son by getting him a toy that he's wanted for so long that's so hard to get. Yeah. And it reminds me so much of in the past when we've gone through similar situations with toys that were so popular and everything. And yeah. hard to obtain for this guy and over hard here? To no, obtain not me. For him and his Be brother. honest. My brother, mom was... went through the Cabbage Patch craze with my brother. That's right. Really? Which is like what this movie yeah. is based on. And then the Power Ranger craze was, by the time we came around, we, you know, it was a little bit later. But um, that's not to say mom didn't get me gifts that you know we definitely really wanted i remember one christmas um they got us a, they got me and my brother my mom and dad got me and my brother an xbox but it was one of those gifts where like after we've opened all the gifts and everything's done uh we were like all right everything's all over and then i think my dad was like uh, oh wait i think there's one more you know one of oh, those yeah. and he comes out and it's an xbox and we're like oh my god an xbox and we like freaked out we drove to gamestop to go buy i think like madden and uh, an x-men game and we just played that game for but mm-hmm. that was one of the gifts where you know it's one of those christmas stories where me and my brother are still little kids and just still excited wow. thought everything was over thought it couldn't get any better and then here's here's an xbox one more hidden and surprise. uh and now, now you hate video games right well i i've never i've never <laughs> liked them <laughs> you watch him I mean, play video games sometimes. i do i enjoy watching him yeah. play and uh and you him and his dad and his brother love to play those games i've never never got into well it. they're very right. violent a lot of the video games that the ones that i play yeah. you yeah. play you're yeah. ripping people out of their cars and that's like right shooting a machine gun out of a i have to sell this cocaine i have to sell and these his drugs. characters are horrible they're all tatted <laughs> out and yes. they're all wearing the weirdest clothes I weirdest did, haircuts i dated a girl once who saw my nba 2k player and they're yes. like this is what you wish you looked like, isn't it? And I was like, yes, yes, it is. This is exactly. Oh, my God. No, no. <laughs> You'll probably like the way that I play video games. He hates the way that I play because I like to abide by the rules. So we'll be playing the same video games, but I'm trying to you mm-hmm. know, stop at the red light. Oh, oh I no. would like to yeah. buy goodies from the convenience store. When we play Grand Theft Auto, Christian's like, oh, this is a nice place to hang out. I'm like, no, let's let's go. Let's go do stuff. And now the, the convenience store clerk is held at gunpoint. He's telling me, shoot the chips next to him. Oh and like, God. I feel bad. For this guy that is essentially just code and a set of numbers, zeros and ones, bro. That's what Don't it feel is. Bad. I do want to ask, um, as we get into this movie, is it an irreplaceable feeling as a parent to just see your children's faces light up when they do get that gift? For oh, example, yes. like when yes. Matt and Alejandro opened that Xbox. Oh, for sure, oh, absolutely. Man. Yeah. But you know, the one thing about this movie, as I was watching it again, <laughs> is that. He's the dad is trying so hard to please his son. And he's saying, what can I do to make it up to you? And is there something you want? And then the little boy starts ranting. I want this, this and this. And his Mm -hmm. eyes get big and he's getting excited. And as a parent, you know, when you can do that for your child, it's like, okay, I'm going to get this. I got it in the bag. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want this. That's easy. I want him to be happy. I want him. I see that excitement. I want to. I want to make him happy with that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Well, let's jump into it. Let's do the nitty gritty, and then we can. I know Mom's got a couple of notes, and actually, Mom came prepared. You? She's got guns came in the holster with the notes. <laughs> yeah, that's Mom's awesome. ready to go. I love it. Um, so we watched a movie called Jingle All the Way. It's rated PG and was released in the year 1996. Wow. It has a runtime of I know. Yeah. Seems like a long time. Yeah. Almost 30 years now. Mm-hmm. We were three when that came out. Don't don't date me. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, it has a runtime of one hour thirty five minutes, or mom, quick math, ninety five minutes. Ninety five <laughs> minutes. Wow. There you go. Uh, it has a rating of five point six out of ten on IMDb, a fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and a thirty four percent on Metacritic. 
all solid bedrock ICBTB numbers here yep. for us. Undeniably. And then just to prove the point even more, would we like to guess the percentage of Google users who approve of this film? So, mom, mm -hmm. these is rated these are rated by people who go on Google. It's a thumbs up, thumbs down rating. What percentage oh, wow. do you think of Google users approve of this film? Maybe fifty percent. Fifty percent. Wow. Okay. Half. I think that there's a cult following, and this had like a resurgence. Sure. Um, or was even popular at the time uh, because it was a Schwarzenegger movie. I'll go with eighty nine percent. I'm going to shoot up there. Yeah, yeah. It actually was higher than that. It was 91% wow. like wow. Uh, wow. this awesome. movie of Google users. It is a. It is not only a cult classic, but it was also at the height of Schwarzenegger's career. It's a Christmas movie that's played, I mean, in syndication on television all the time. Right. Uh, in fact, one of the things is it's not available on streaming currently, but it is on TBS uh, for like the next three weeks. And we have a theory that now that Disney owns 20th Century Fox, it'll probably be on Disney Plus any day now. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, synapses coming at you. Right at you. Workaholic Howard Langston wants to make things up to his son, Jamie, and his wife. He promises to get Jamie the hottest toy of the season, Turbo Man, even though it's Christmas Eve and the toy is practically sold out. As Langston hunts down the elusive gift, he runs into mailman Myron, another father on the same quest. And with the clock winding down, Langston's moral code is tested as he starts to learn the real meaning of Christmas. Oh, of course. It's a good, good synopsis. Directed by Brian Levitt, Levant, mm -hmm. which um, he did a lot of writing for Happy Days. And, um, oh, sure. Like okay. Leave it to Beaver, or not Leave it to Beaver, I think it's Still Beaver was the mm -hmm. one that he wrote on. Um but yeah, he directed it, and Chris Columbus, uh, the producer, mm -hmm. produced this film as well, and also rewrote, um, from what I understand, he re he made all the dark humor of this film. Before he came, there was just like a happy-go-lucky story about a dad buying a gift for his kid, and he came in and was like, but consumerism's bad, right? And like rewrote the script to make it- All the a, Phil Hartman stuff, a satire, I'm yeah. yep, A satire on how Christmas has become so commoditized. Um, this movie had a budget, a surprising budget, actually, for me, of $75 million. Wow. wow. In the 90s. In 96. But, I mean, makes sense. They, you know, it's, there's there's quite a bit of special effects and an expensive actor. And I don't believe Rita Wilson was a cheap actress at the time either. Oh, no, she was already married to Tom Hanks. That's not why people pay her more, though, Kristen. <laughs> no, but that's the familiarity. Not, not the, she's an actress in her own right. No, she definitely is. And she's fantastic. And don't don't spotlight me in this. Don't don't shine that light on me. She's <laughs> great. How much did this movie make in its box office recoup, Christian? Um, um, Heidi, would you like to go first? I have no idea. I'll let you guys. You're the experts. Okay. I'm going to think it doubled. <laughs> so. 150. Let's say 150. Okay. Mom, would you like mil. His guess is $150 million recoup. Okay. I'll, I'll higher, say lower. Higher. Higher. Two mil. I, in its original box office, it made one hundred twenty nine point eight million dollars. Oh, but wow. that doesn't—that's that's really not counting VHS sales, DVD sales. Mm -hmm. uh, again, like I said, syndication of it being on television all the time. I mean, this is a staple uh, movie. This is on every channel, every, definitely every ABC channel. During he must Christmas be receiving time. a bunch of royalties still. Because people are all they're streaming this. Like I just spent four dollars renting this on Amazon Prime. So we have of, the DVD. We could have lent it to you. Yeah, I know, That's but true. I think it was already late by the time I started watching it. I, I, I should have hit you up. I should have contacted you. Well, let's get into it, man. This is the this is 
you know, one of our favorite films. I yes. was going to say that as popular as it was, every time I mention it to someone, they're like, oh, I never heard of that movie before. I've never seen it before. Really? Interesting. Yeah, jingle all the way. Because regardless of who we bring this up to, they know it right off the bat, or yeah. they're the ones that bring it up to us and have suggested it to us in the past numerous times. I think mm. bad movies have pockets of popularity, though. I think some places discover bad movies and like enjoy it for the absurdity of it, and then other places it just kind of flies under the radar and is never noticed. Um, where Jingle All the Way, I think, is important to our generation because we definitely watched it as kids growing up. Yeah. But then I think other people like may have seen it or may have not, might mm-hmm. have missed this random '96 Schwarzenegger film that like had no uh, marketing put into it at all. All the marketing was put into making toys. And really. It, they spent all their time trying to make these 13 and a half inch Turbo Man dolls yes. uh, that didn't sell because everybody that year was buying Tickle Me Elmo oh, in 96. Really? Yeah. Nobody <laughs> bought a Turbo Man doll. That's they all funny. bought Tickle Me Elmo. But you can buy one now on eBay. I think they're going for close to 200 bucks. Really? I mean, it looks like, by the looks of it, if I may judge it as a former child that was very and heavily into action figures, cheap plastic. Yep. Um, not, not opposable elbows. No, no great ranges of motion. Nope. I can't turn the wrists. There only so much I could do that with it. Honestly, I don't I, think he can call a touchdown. Nope, not at all. He can salute. He cannot salute. No, no. he can't. His uh, shoulders can't? do not. No, work. The, the toys. The toy uh, only does this. Basic. Wow. It's a very basic action figure. My GI Joe had more. My GI Joe had Kung Fu grip. R- look at that. GI Joes are winning. I think. Um, Alejandro knows this about me, and I'm the type of individual that likes to give love to the unsung heroes. Oh my mm-hmm. god, you're not about to say what I think you're about to say. I think more people should have given love to Booster, Booster no! his sidekick, the furry friend. <laughs> no. Nobody likes Booster. But what's wrong with Booster? Children literally jump him when he falls off the float. It's so mean. Booster falls off the float, and kids, not adults, children, yes. start Kick, yeah, that's kicking funny. him and curb stomping. And we don't know why. That <laughs> no, poor guy. Everyone hates Booster. My favorite line in this entire film, though, is yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get it somewhere in the middle. But when they're when they're at like the third store, mm-hmm. and they're like, we have Turbo Man dolls, but we also have his sidekick Booster. And Sinbad's like, we don't want Booster. <laughs> Everyone boos. <laughs> they hate Booster. Think about how many parents have been like, I I know working from the customer service of being like. Don't ever tell them no. Offer them something else instead. Mm-hmm. So you know like this poor 16-year-old kid at a toy store is like, we don't have Turbo Man, but we have Booster. And all mm-hmm. the parents are like, Booster? We don't want Booster. Like, Well, they have to upsell <laughs> something. I would have been fine with Booster. Booster looked like more of a high-quality action figure You'd than You'd be happy Man. with Booster. I think if... I think Mom wouldn't have bought Booster for me and Matt, and we would have... Not, not if my son wanted, wanted Turbo, Turbo Man. Man. And we would have waited, then... though. You because know, I've had that issue. Remember the time that your brother wanted um, a fossil watch? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know the brand fossil? Yes. I've had a, my first watch was a fossil watch. <laughs> well, they were very expensive. And I thought, oh, this kid, you know, he'll wear it once and he'll lose it or it'll break. So I bought him. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for me to hear this. <laughs> a, another watch. And a I knockoff. said a knockoff, and I called it a fizzle watch or something like that. A fizzle. Like a fizzle. It wasn't, it's wasn't not a fossil. fossil. A fizzle. It's, but it's fizzle. close. It's close. Oh it's my gosh. <laughs> he didn't like it at all. Oh. <laughs> How old was he at this time? Oh my gosh. 14, he must 15. Have been in his oh teens, man, yeah. yeah. In his teens. His uh, frontal lobe is fully developed, and he could uh, it's, make those decisions. And like fossil, it's I think. Not was a fossil. Probably yeah. for Matt, like one of the first name brands that he like really knew too, and was like, I want a fossil watch. And then like. What the hell? What is this? It's a toy. Looks just like 
it, you know. <laughs> Let's it's just like it. Some time, just like it. <laughs> um, so this movie is about we've we've already said a dad trying to get this toy. Um, I asked you earlier, Christian. This film starts off at a Christmas party, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's right. company Christmas party, and from what I understand, he sells mattresses wholesale. Or bedding. He also sells bedding and linen. He must sell it all. He sells beds wholesale, but I can't imagine that's a lucrative business. Like, only hotels and college dorms would be buying mattresses wholesale. Mm, right? Probably. normal people don't buy... Or retail, like uh, you know, the sleep train and those places. He might. Yeah, what if it, But they wouldn't be buying mattresses. I guess, I guess they would be buying It could be like a, a mattress company that makes the mattress and then distributes it He's to... He's Tempur-Pedic. Yes. He's the head of Tempur-Pedic, is yes. what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. And then he must be selling it to these different okay. locations. I guess I can believe that. I just think it's, it's crazy that we're supposed to understand his business is booming so much that he has no time for his family. And then we find out also that his business is wholesale mattresses. Yes. I mean, like he, it's, it's, he found it's a his Christmas talent. Film. It's a Christmas film. It's a Christmas film. It doesn't have to line up. Yeah, it does. It. I don't think all the kids that watched this and the parents maybe were thinking about the flaws in what he was selling. It's definitely only watching it this last time where I'm like critically thinking of it and being like, how come Sinbad's hand flew off? It's like your 34th watch. That's why. Uh, uh, at least. Heidi, if you could uh, quantify how many times you've seen this movie, what oh would it be? Oh my gosh. Well, since 1996, yeah, every, every at least every once every year, at least once once sometimes during twice. The Christmas, oh sometimes more gosh, than sometimes more than twice. Yeah. Really? Sure. So okay, we'll I'd, say I'd somewhere say between of, forty north, or fifty. Yeah, I'd say no, well, yeah, north of thirty. North of thirty. North of That's 30, a lot. So you you know this pretty well, almost like the back of your hand. I'm assuming. Uh, well, probably not that well. You <laughs> know, <laughs> you do. Um, so he he misses his son's. Karate recital. Oh, yeah, sure. Yes. And it's like a recital. It's not like a karate no, convention. No, it's for his belt. It's for his belt because he, he moves a... up a belt. Now, we've seen children get belts in karate and taekwondo. Yes. It's n- grand, it's grandson. not like this. Well, it's kind of like that. I mean. This seemed to me like a dance recital. How so? Because like there was a crowd, like a bunch of people at night in a gymnasium filming and recording. And, like it just seemed to me more like... He was a ballet dance recital more so than a karate belt christening. A lot of I don't know support what you call it. a christening? You think they get baptized after they hit I don't the actually block? I don't actually know karate. I know this is going to come as a surprise to a lot of people. <laughs> Neither do I. But I actually don't understand karate. Yeah, I don't know what the levels are. All I know is that. And also purple. If this kid's a purple belt at whatever age he is, this kid's a savant at like fighting. This kid's killing it. This kid's going to be Conor McGregor. He's more skilled than Tur- Turbo Man. 100%. Yeah. He kicks he's literally kicks the bad guy in the balls yes yeah. and we'll see that later on um now that must be that's what i'm not excited for as a parent like uh, having to balance if that happens to me as a parent i don't want to be a parent um <laughs> but like having to rush to like your kid's event let's say mm. if it's a busy day because like, you're always late because you i mean and that's like there's traffic <laughs> living. Yeah, i feel like there was traffic he got Pulled over by a police officer and as he's trying to uh, get to the event on time, even though his secretary was telling him, get going, you mm. got to go, you know, and I'll get there. I'll make it. But he didn't. And, of course, he gets pulled over by the police officer who was what? What was the name of the actor? Conrad, Robert Conrad. That's correct. Is he in a lot of films? Is He, he was on TV a lot. He used oh, to be a on actor. a TV show. Um, Robert Conrad is most known for his roles in... in... What is it? What Drum is roll, it? Drum roll, please. 
Wild Wild West, was it? Or? Wild oh, Wild West. Yeah. Okay. A show called Centennial and also Baba Black Sheep. Oh, I've never a, heard of that. That's, that's a, a show? That's a It was an uh, old kids. Western show. Really? Oh. Baba Black Sheep. Okay. Well, good, good for him. Guy. But mm-hmm. the original Wild Wild West, bro. Yeah. Primo, bro. Mm-hmm. Way better than that shitty movie. Yeah. Uh, this... Check out our episode, Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. I don't remember <laughs> what number Will it Smith. was. And Tommy Lee Jones. Um, and Kenneth Branagh. Yes, and, Ken, <laughs> and Ken, oh, he was the he's the bad the guy. villain. That's Anyways, right. Anyways, uh, Jingle All the Way. Yes, so mm-hmm. he. Do so you he's know? Trying, but I mean, but look here, guys. I hate to 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 defend Arnold's bad fathering, but um, let's say it was a mom who was this into her job. Yeah. We'd be proud of her. Yes. Huh? We. But because but, it's Arnold, but because he's a dick. But you know what? If it was a mom, she would have bought that toy a long time ago. <laughs> yes. She would have had it tucked what, away Why somewhere? don't have the secretary go buy it? Honestly, it seems like that secretary does a lot for him. It yeah. could have been he, that. He could have asked her to go buy that toy Good for him. Good thinking. Yeah. And if yeah. Rita Okay, you're Wilson, right. Arnold is a jerk. Okay. If Rita Wilson's been married to Arnold for X amount of years and has learned, she's married to this man and has learned about how bad he is with his time management. Yeah, she, she should know better. She should know mm-hmm. Arnold is going to be unprepared with this. That's right. I'm going to, I'm going to be the, the savior and I'm right. going to buy this two weeks in advance. Two weeks in advance. She didn't and have, well. You remember uh, Ted, the neighbor? Yes. He had Phil one Hartman. that he bought months ago. <laughs> so he was Horse way Hartman. ahead. Oh, months ago, tucked under the Christmas tree. Uh, what does he say? <laughs> Wrapped and nestled nicely under the Christmas tree. Oh, my gosh. That character. <laughs> Shout yeah, out to Phil Hartman. Rest in peace, Phil Hartman. Uh, yeah. Terrible, terrible death. Died way too young at the age of 49 or 50. Yeah. SNL alum, right? Correct. Um, News radio. He was uh, did jingle all the way. He was supposed to be the voice in Futurama. Really? Yeah. Um, oh, no. And But, you know, naturally he couldn't yes. do it post-mortem. Nope. But uh, this and Small Soldiers, another episode that we've done. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was that. in that, huh? Small Soldiers was released post-mortem. Oh. Holy crap. Yes. That's why... Yes. That's why I know so much about Phil Hartman. I did more research on him for that. That's what it was. That's what it all makes sense. But this movie wasn't uh, out after he passed away, was it? Uh, It it came out in 96. I believe Small Soldiers was 98. Yeah. And so I believe it was completed, but I don't think... I think he passed in 98. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. he got to go to the release. And I bet you um, that woman who murdered him was with him because they probably went to the premiere together. Oh, gosh. Horrible, horrible. Um, uh, but you know what? Hey, we all make mistakes. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't make a lot of dark cocaine. stuff mm-hmm. here. I mean, yeah. um, Heidi, are you familiar with the actor that plays the son? Jake no, Taylor. I was telling Alex mom a little bit about it. about it. Yes, yes it's uh-huh. a, a very sad story. So he's the he's the child that played Anakin Skywalker in the Phantom Menace, the first episode of Star Wars, which bombed horrifically. It did, but it but for me and for a lot of people, and to George Lucas's uh, own admission. Without that movie, we wouldn't have a lot of the things. That's the first movie that had a fully CGI uh, person. Mr. Binks. Jar Jar Binks, correct. <laughs> I like, uh, he's actually, if you're going to give him his correct title, it's Senator Binks. Oh, Senator Binks. He I'm, does become a senator later on in the promoted, series. Um, as he should. So that was the first fully CGI character ever in, in a movie. Um, you know, it was, the st- it was like the recreation of like prequels and really building out franchises like the phantom menace yeah it's maybe not the best star wars film it's definitely not the worst because whatever uh, that last newer trilogy that came out was was even worse <laughs> but um 
And but the poor kid, I mean, I just chalk it up to the fact of when Phantom Menace came out, we didn't understand how sharp of a blade the internet was. We didn't yes. realize that it was such a finely uh, like a ra- uh, a scalpel. Yes. Right, we thought we had a butter knife, but we had a scalpel, and it truly cut to this poor kid's psyche. Uh, they destroyed him and the guy who played Jar Jar Binks. They both quit acting because of this movie, because of Star Wars Episode One. Yeah, the kid was getting bullied at school, and now he suffers. He's a paranoid schizophrenic. Paranoid schizophrenic was arrested due to verbal and physical assault toward his mother. Um, I believe. Yes, and uh, I love you, mom. Yes, <laughs> love you too, mom. Can I call you mom? I'm yeah. switching over from Heidi to mom now. I like it. Um, but yeah, that's that sad story. But that we'll bring it back sad. to this happier movie. Yeah, we he was about... a good kid. In the, in the movie, he was such a sweet kid. Sweet. Yeah. He's perfect for this role. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like this is he's such the like just nerdy enough to be into this kind right. of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also like and also bullied a little bit by like the jerk friend the neighbor oh the neighbor who's oh, the like fat a, kid who's a little guy. bit older and like yeah. definitely kind of like bullies him a little bit but do you like... think a hot take here do you think they chose uh an obese child to show that he was being spoiled Is oh that... it sounds like that's something that talks to you buddy no i wasn't obese because <laughs> I, I didn't was think spoiled. i didn't think anything it's the about filipino that culture that uh, your brother wasn't obese uh, he was a little chubby in his younger days. <laughs> well, okay, you guys experienced it for yourselves. When my mom, when you guys walked in, my mom offered a plethora of food. Right. Yes, yes. Yeah. And she has snacks everywhere, uh, underneath every single crevice. She you offered find me something. a dog. Offered you? No, we're not giving you a dog. <laughs> um, but it is interesting that uh, it was a fat kid that was portrayed as the bully neighbor. That had everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Ted didn't except make it for easier. a mom. Except for mom, oh. divorced from a divorced family. Yeah. Yes. So the dad really worked hard to make the kid happy. Yeah, I, yeah. this movie is very materialistic. I will say, like, mm-hmm. dads are really trying to buy affection from their sons in this right. film instead of just like I don't know, maybe being there every once in a while. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Arnold didn't have to buy this toy if he would have just. Gone to the karate recital. Well, and that's what his son said. You're always missing the events. You're never there. And that's all he really wanted. Christmas movies always have a deeper... That's a real thing. Like Uh during his karate recital or show, um, he would constantly turn around uh, to see if his father would come through the double doors of Mm -hmm. the gymnasium. And that's a real thing. Like a lot of kids don't lack the support of... Uh, present parents with when it comes to their passions or extracurriculars, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So and for... it's it's hard when you're a working parent, <laughs> you know, to to make sure that you're there on time for the activities and, and you're juggling a lot. A yeah. lot. Yeah. 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 So it's difficult on the parent side of it, but I can I can certainly understand the poor Speak, kids. Speaking of parents, the other character that's big in this film is Sinbad's character. He plays Myron. Yes. Who's also mm-hmm. a father on the same quest to buy a toy for his son. That's true. But uh, I think, I think Myron doesn't have a son. You know, I was thinking that same exact <laughs> oh thought. Gosh. And I think Sinbad's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yes. I think Sinbad's actually insane in this yep. film. And he's a postal worker. He's so, a you postal know, they... worker. Uh, I think maybe he had a son. I think maybe he had a family and, and didn't get that toy gun that he like goes on this weird rant about. Yep. But I also... I'm firmly seated in the belief that Sinbad definitely doesn't have a kid. Wow. And when he gets the toy at the end of the film, he's so happy because Sinbad actually wants the Turbo Man doll. Oh, my gosh. He I must never be. thought you of You never that. thought about it that oh, way? Oh, no. That's I, a crazy theory. Wow. I, I mean, but like, I'm on board. I really don't think Sinbad has a kid. 
You know, I don't believe so. I don't think he is really a postal worker. Yeah, did you see his hat? It's not the eagle. It's a hand carrying like a cell phone. It's something bootleg that he got it's from so Goodwill. Funny. And then he's not even good at being a bootleg. He's like throwing letters away constantly. Constantly. An incredibly huge federal crime. Yes. Oh, like, you're fired after sentence. this. So do you also think that he planted that bomb that's himself? Definitely... Oh, this carrying... isn't crazy. Okay. Crazy theory. So that's tough. I think um I think he Oh man. I want to say yes, but we see his surprise when he finds out that it is a real bomb. Right? Mm-hmm. Remember when the bomb squad does open it and it cuts back to him and he's like, That was a real bomb? Oh, this so world he, is sick. So he is legitimately surprised <laughs> at that part. So he probably didn't plant it. But he's already crazy enough to yeah. fake yeah. the bomb threat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's a, that's a lot to think about. I think there has to be a Reddit thread saying that Sinbad is crazy in this I'm 100% movie. in. Uh, like, I twist. love Sinbad. But I think Sinbad definitely doesn't have kids in this film. No. Um, crazy guy <laughs> crazy guy the the scene in the diner when you know they're kind of yes uh confiding Mi- in mickey's each other diner. mickey's mm-hmm. diner um and sinbad tells his touching story of how he didn't get the toy and he now he's ended up how he is yes the cheesy cut to of <laughs> of uh jake the son uh, jamie in the movie in sinbad's postal uh, worker uniform everything holding the alcohol and swigging it that child what a crazy scene to have shot and like how oh my gosh to see him just swigging this alcohol he uh it's a that's a honestly every scene every scene of this film is great yes definitely has flaws you know what i mean And, and very easy like fixes like just hang out with your kids um yes my question is what day does this take place on? Because the sun oh, is yeah. the sun Christmas is up. Eve. Well, but the sun's up for like thirty hours. It's a long day. That's <laughs> this true. is like the That's true. he is traveling from St. Paul to Minneapolis back and forth. He goes to the Great Mall of America, then he goes back across the bridge, and then he goes back to the Great. And then he's like in. Um, he goes with Jim Belushi to the toy factory, mm-hmm. which is like that's in the middle of nowhere. What time are parades held? In yeah. the morning, usually. <laughs> That's another great question. They're usually morning things. Yeah, that was a that long was day for Not sure. a night parade. <laughs> what time did they wake up? <laughs> and then we were saying when we were watching it, since we're at the parade anyways, um, when Jake's like running away from, from Myron, from Sinbad, dressed as the bad guy, he is like scared for his life, screaming and scared. And nobody in the crowd is like, hey, maybe that kid needs help. No oh, one. that's true. They're all like, Keep running. This is part of the show. <laughs> They're well, all that's in what it. they thought, supposedly, that it was part of the show. Clearly, the show has gone off the rails. If I saw my child clinging on for his life with no strings. Yeah. From the top of a building. Right. Being chased by true. who knows that man. Who is this Rita guy? Rita Wilson has never met that man, right? Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger has a past relationship with Sinbad. So it's fine that, like, yeah, okay, that's my son. We get it. But, like, Rita Wilson does not know who Sinbad is. Yes. This is just a random man chasing her son who was supposedly picked at random to get a free toy. Yes. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, but he's in costume. This kid right? is going to have so much PTSD. Heidi. This kid. Let, let me ask you, if you were Rita Wilson at the parade and Turbo Man said Alejandro, would you be excited or would you be, whoa, 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 how yeah, do yeah. you know my child's name? Exactly. That's yeah, yeah, the latter. I'm like, mom what? Or I would go with him. Yeah. Exactly. That was my follow-up <laughs> question. Would you let your son go up this very tall and steep 
parade float mm-hmm. by himself. Who knows who built this float? Yes. My question is, if that happens, would you be able to recognize dad's voice? Oh, for sure. Okay, that, Especially with an accent like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> you know? I love Arnold, and I love like not drawing too much attention to immigrants doing American jobs and whatever, blah, 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 blah. But like, no one makes a reference to the fact that it's Arnold Schwarzenegger pretending to be like a normal dude, except for the one line where Phil Hartman goes, you can't bench press your way out of this one. But like, that's the only reference to that's Arnold it. Schwarzenegger being Arnold Schwarzenegger. No one talks about his crazy accent. Nobody talks about how he's the most recognizable man in history. Nobody talks about the fact that like his kid looks nothing like him. Nothing. It's just mm-hmm. like Rita Wilson cheated. My, I told Kristen my other theory. Besides the fact that Sinbad doesn't have kids, now that you've seen Terminator: Dark Fate, I think this is Carl. I, I think don't this, know who Carl, Carl is. Carl is the T-800. The, when the, the guy that owns the drapery Arnold shop? Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator. Remember, he like lives okay. in the house and has a family and kids now? Oh, yes. Now? Okay. He's like, okay. oh, my name's Carl now. Oh, This no. is Carl. No. <laughs> this, this is Carl <laughs> settled in. This is the wife and kid. This is the part of Terminator Dark Fate that we don't get to see. <laughs> he moved from the drapery business to the <laughs> to mattress, mattress business. wholesale business. <laughs> I'm just saying, guys, the pieces are there. Yes. I, I want to go back to this whole Turbo Man thing. You would be able to recognize your husband's oh. chin. 100%. Oh, yeah. Right? And his voice. I mean, yeah, and his voice. And the, the way he moves, you know, his body movements. Yeah. He'd be able to recognize all no of that No one's stuff. asking why Turbo Man is Austrian all of a sudden. And the fact that he can't say Turbo Man. Yes, he's saying <laughs> tur- tur- Turbo Man. Man. Turbo. <laughs> and the, the discs coming out of this suit are deadly those are metal discs that suit should be sold to the military <laughs> this is that's a working jetpack with a oh actual burma, with and an actual boomerang a jetpack that also has like uh protection because when he flies straight into a building it doesn't slam his spine into that brick wall it actually stops like a dart he is fine yeah he just gets <laughs> stuck into the wall yeah. uh, although he does ruin like the one family that wasn't invited to the parade he yes. does ruin their dinner oh the family just the, eating the, inside yes. the, the one african-american family in the entire movie is yes. just like not invited to the parade and then they get their apartment destroyed by turbo man that's they Sinbad's chose family. not to go to the parade they, <laughs> chose, <laughs> they, chose. they knew they were right above they knew we what can was going see it on from there. here we don't need to go down they there. got a good spot yeah no need to go where the crowd is let me eat first <laughs> you live in pasadena i don't need to watch the rose parade like, this know? is okay all right back to my christmas there is Eve a dinner. part where he's chasing the ball Yes. Okay. He's he. They have. Uh, he goes to a play store, a toy store, and they're giving out these balls that have numbers, mm. and the winning number gets a turbo doll, right? Yeah. Which and how he, did they not think that was going to go bad? He gets the ball, but it bounces throughout the entire mall, back and forth, and then. It goes through a glass panel down to the other floor and lands in the stroller of a baby. And he yells out, this is mine. <laughs> and, and the way he says it, you go, oh, wow. He said it with a very heavy Weird accent. accent. Yeah. And yes. that, yeah. And that's when you get another idea of that. Like, oh, yeah. He's not American. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that scene because it's very intense. And the camera is following the ball, how it bounces all over. Good camera angles, yes. But then Arnold, then it cuts on a Schwarzenegger who's just like standing in an elevator. He straight up yes. like has his hands to his side, just standing in an elevator where Calm. everything else is so fast paced and he's just like utter chaos outside. <laughs> and then it falls, you, the kid goes into the playground. Boy, goes or girl. Into yes. The, boy. Oh, it looks look, like a girl to me. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Oh my gosh. With a haircut like that, who yeah. could tell? 
That kid, overalls, though. Kid was wearing overalls. That kid looked like the kid from The Shining. Yeah. Right? Uh, Am I right? Same not the kid. Twins, but hasn't yeah. aged. Yeah. <laughs> That's another conspiracy, dude. This is the same universe as the, the Shining. This is the deepest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> if this is the same universe as The Shining, that means it's the same universe as all of Stephen King films. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Stephen King and Stanley Kubrick. So you're telling me something there's up. a room in Dark Tower that is jingle all the way? Y- yes. Yes, you're I'm ruining this movie for me, Alex. <laughs> or making it dark. But I'm making it for a huge Stephen King fan out there. Yes. There's someone who might love this film. Now. Oh man. Um, yeah, this movie is is all over the place, and it is it is truly um, a satire on America's Black Black Friday ideas. But uh, yeah. Heidi, to what heights and to what extent would you go to just get, let's say, your your grandchildren right now, uh, lovely? And they're very much into Pokemon. They Thank want you, a specific you. Pokemon toy. To what extent are you going you to know, get those toys? I, I would I would make an effort. Oh, I would yeah. make a real concerted effort to try to get that well in advance if I knew in advance that that was what they wanted. But I uh, think mom would go through almost anything to get these grandkids a Pokemon toy. I would say, if I could, in this hypothetical... Let's say there is a Pokemon of this Turbo Man caliber, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mom would mom would be like, "Oh, Alex, look, I found it. And I finally found one online for four hundred dollars." And I'd be like, "That's ridiculous!" Like I, <laughs> I would have to like explain to my mom, like, "No, no, no, that's ridiculous. It's a twenty dollars toy that you're paying for." It. But then mom would buy it for the kids and then be happy because the kids would be super happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I would be sitting there being like, "I can't believe this. I can't. You I know can't the believe truth. this. You know the truth." But uh, but that's you know kids. Yeah. Do they ever? They don't ever. Um rebuttal they don't say like whoa this isn't the pikachu that i wanted do they um, with you guys i feel like sometimes little matthew did with legos once uh-huh but uh, you know kids are learning manners kids mm-hmm. don't they're not born with manners but i also feel like grandparents you could get away with a little bit more than their actual parents right I think so. Yeah, grandparents sure, yeah. are the, the, the you guys are the fun grandparents. We let them get away with and a also lot like more, with legos too sure. it's not like who cares if you have two sets it's just more feed for the fodder you know what i mean like yeah. just add it to the pile of legos yeah you're right you're right heidi who's your favorite character in this movie i thought you can ask her who her favorite kid was who's your favorite <laughs> grandchild i honestly thought and you kid. were about to ask her who her favorite kid was well while we're here if you'd like to <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting kidding. here we know we know <laughs> well um it's, it's got to be arnold mm-hmm. uh, arnold schwarzenegger it i really like it yeah i think yeah, I, I appreciate what he's doing, how hard he's trying, even yeah. though he is a little ditzy and he should have taken care of a lot of things <laughs> a lot earlier. But, yes. But I do appreciate everything that he's done and trying so hard to please his son. So he's he's my favorite. Is it a forgivable feat, how his flaws? is this? Is, could you marry that man? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we Did know, you see him as Turbo Man? <laughs> You say, you say yes, but Christian, did you see the post credit scene? Yes. So the post credit scene reveals to us that not only did Arnold forget to buy his kid a toy, yes. he also forgot to buy Rita Wilson That's a true. Christmas present. So did this man not know it's December? This guy's just He's caught so up in the up. Yeah. so into selling mattresses. Just so give her a mattress. So it's big business season. December is big mattress wholesale season. I also. guess people are buying other people. I can't mattresses. let this go. About his job, man. I yeah, you are upset more about the mattress uh, aspect of this rather than him not getting the toy for his child. It makes me just as upset that the fact that Bing Crosby says, I'm going to go open a hotel for just holidays only and holiday. And it's oh, just like, that's a great, another classic Christmas <sighs> but movie. But that's such a horrible business plan to only be open on the holidays. That's once a month. 
you can't float a B and B that what way. What movie no. was that? Holiday Inn. Oh, and he. Oh, well, there's a lot of good songs that come from there. <laughs> yeah. All of the good songs. All come of from, Bing Crosby's but, Christmas songs. Again, yeah. great film. But again, his job makes no sense to me. That's not. Why would you open that hotel? There's once a, a month. He's got a good. They're not making enough money. He has five a... people on staff and a family that he's taking care of. Ugh. Yeah, that's a dream job. Probably that is a great. That yeah. is a great movie. Times were different back then. Maybe he didn't have to spend as much money on other things. You could just work for the holiday. It's a seasonal job, and you go home and you just live life really well. You know what? I would live in that Holiday Inn. I would go I there would, too, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, All yeah. right. What about that weird character in the movie Ted? Yeah, Ted. Phil Hartman. He was very strange in that movie. Is he? He's banging all the moms. I, I was gonna right? say they're all like, oh, "Can you come over?" I need you to check my plumbing, and it's like, "What?" Yeah. And, and and the the comment that, "Oh, I had the right tool for yeah, that. Yeah. I'll be right Gross. over." And the eyes, he's always rolling his eyes, and oh, the expressions. I, like, I don't want made. this, but yeah, yeah, he he's, plays it perfect. Yeah, he, he's a, he's quite a character. Quite in a that character. Movie. Now, mm-hmm. does that that's. Terrible! You must have been grossed out at the character like that because I sure. was gagging. Like I have yeah. right because you liked him. No, oh. dude, I love the actor. Rest in peace. But like the way he would just really impose on the—I mean, for the single mothers that he was probably hitting on that were hitting on him I, back to you, your own. You know, he's a like divorced we said, consent man. Consent is key in this world. A consent is key. Consent. But with Rita Wilson, <laughs> he no, was. She's very clear. Very clear. Knows. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The way she he was, was the removing the apron scene, off of her. Yes. That, yes. And then like the way he's eating the cookies on the phone with Arnold Schwarzenegger, it doesn't even make sense. Like it's just like, yeah. Well, it's because those are Arnold's cookies. Those are his Put the cookie cookies. down. Put the cookie down. <laughs> That's my cookie. Oh my gosh! What a I don't like Ted. There's so many like single lines like that from this. I think every scene in this film has like the, the oh, end line that you can always just like put the cookie down and like put the cookie down um, and then end the scene oh, right there. Got two. Yeah, he's, he's got, got two. two. That's another one. I love um, that line. The, I, the my other favorite character in this film. Credited oddly enough as James Belushi instead of Jim Belushi is the Santa who like right. runs this underground Santa. So is this the toy cartel that Sinbad's warning us about in the beginning of the film? Maybe. Is this well. the cartel? Again, is Sinbad so into it? Is he so smart that we actually think he's dumb? Well, he called it, right? He I said it's he a cheap it. plastic toy that breaks right away. There you and go. And you can't put it. them back together. Yeah. Oh, my God. he That is the Maybe cartel. that's the brilliant that's the writing cartel. in this movie. Sinbad Genius. is really the smartest character in this film. Sinbad, Sinbad is the undercover cop. Wow. Um, He's seen as the antagonist of the entire film. Did but you, really? catch, uh, you catch the two cameos in the Santa Claus warehouse scene? No. No? The big Santa that punches him in the face? Uh, big Show. That's the Big Show. Really? And, I just guessed. And the little Santa that the Big Show punches? Um, The one, uh, who? It's Vern Troyer. It's Vern Troyer from Mini-Me. Oh, Mini-Me. Mini-Me. What? Oh. Correct. You know, it's hard to see, and it's hard to recognize them in a full Santa outfit. It, it is, but if you pause Mini-Me when he's like on top of his head, it's very clearly Vern Troyer, and like that's 100% Big Show. Uh-huh. Like, you know, now that you know that that's Big Show, you'll go back. He's credited as the giant. Oh. Which was his wrestling name before he got into the WWE. That's because right. the giant was already taken by Andre the Giant. By Andre. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good right. one. Princess Bride is a great one. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great film. That is honestly yeah. Billy Crystal's best. Did your 
Did your dad ever dress up as Santa Claus? Oh yeah. Yeah, a couple of times. For Matt more though. Um mm-hmm. you know, I it, I had forgotten until we saw a photograph the other day of uh of him dressed up as Santa at one of our friends' house. Yeah. So I don't know why we were you know, we were just where, at where do you get the suit fr- from? Yeah, where do you get the suit from? You don't we even know, just, really. <laughs> I know. I was really surprised to see that. That's but, happened um, at least two or three times where my dad will come out in a costume, and the question is always like, "Where did you get the costume from? <laughs> Where'd you get that? Like Your you father? don't, you don't own that costume." <laughs> oh man, your dad's quite a character. My brother now has also dressed up as Santa. Now that my brother is a a two time dad, a few times. A Remember few times. when he was at. James That's Lemos right. I believe pole? I told that story last year how my brother was Santa Claus for the city of Benicia. Yes, you did. Um, but last year, um, for the first time as a dad, uh, for all the kids, he dressed up as Santa in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And he was hanging out with the kids at like their community center. And what I, what me and my mom got a real kick out of was my ne- my nephew knew it was his dad. Ooh. But, uh, but he also knew like... That dad's dressing up as Santa for the kids. And so, like, it was the first time that my nephew had this secret that, yes. you know, that the adults have. And so there's a video, this one of my favorite videos oh, yeah. that that uh, Ashley, his mom, sent us. And it's just him, like, looking at him and be like, that's dad. Like, whispering, but, like, still really excited that. I think because Kenzie didn't realize no, it was dad. Kenzie so had no idea. She just saw sister. Santa Claus. She just was. Your nephew, little Matt, um, smarter than Everyone at the parade in this movie. Oh, for sure. <laughs> to be yeah. able to recognize. And also recognize danger. Little Matt would have recognized that something was wrong. Like, whoa. Like, within the first few seconds, we would have been like, I don't know if Jamie's having fun out there, Mom. And we would have been like, you're right, Matthew. Everybody stop. Stop, stop. chasing this child. <laughs> like, Get the cops. Get the authorities. Let's shut this down. The one cop that could have stopped it was like, oh, your son's a great actor. And Rita Wilson's like, he's not part of the show. And then the cop like still doesn't do anything. He's like, okay, I'm on break. <laughs> well, he's all, isn't that the all bandaged up Robert Conrad? No, that, it's, this it's, is a different one. It's a oh. different fully able cop. Younger. Oh. Smarter. Quicker. Pot- potentially more agile. Yes, he oh. could have done something about it. He could. He, he definitely had a gun. He yes. There's no way they would let a child of this age climb up a ladder that is on the side of the building just all the way up oh, to, the yeah. roof to the roof. Just yes, like this is part of the show. Four, five floors up. Yes. Like, and then his response is, I know, I'll get away from him by climbing up this tree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so now he's clinged onto the tree. I will say this. Ever since I was a little boy watching this film, the gloves that Jamie has and he's holding onto that tree and he's hanging onto the metal bar. I don't know if you've ever climbed monkey bars in a cold winter day and you wore gloves. Those gloves that he's wearing would never give him grip. Those gloves yeah. would slip faster than if he wasn't wearing gloves. So even from as a little kid, I'd watch this film and watch him like holding on and like almost slip. I'd be like, oh, he's 100% dead. You're there's, dead. There's no way he's hanging on. Yeah. Those gloves are slipperier, more slippery than yeah, that's right. bare hands. Yeah. Jesus got rid of gravity for you because it's not, it's not, you're floating. But not for Sinbad. There's no way. Not also, for Also, second favorite line is when Sinbad's running and he pushes the box out of the way. He goes, get out of the way, box. <laughs> That's also one of my favorite lines. Heidi, you have a favorite scene in the movie? I remember that. You know, uh, it's when he's running. Yeah, he's chasing the kid. He's just straight up like pushes, football pushes this dude out, out of the way. Get out of my way, box. Get out of my way, box. I, it's so funny. Sinbad acting up a storm. Perfect, yeah. perfect, perfect. Uh, fun fact, actor. I think Sinbad was the first stand-up comedian I ever saw live. Oh, you did see him live. Saw him Were you there too? Mom was there also. Was I? The, at, at the, <laughs> you don't remember. At, don't remember. At the Vallejo County Fair. At the Vallejo oh, County sure, Fair. Sure, yeah, sure. Sinbad. What? Was he good? Do you remember? I mean, you're a kid. I, I don't remember, unfortunately. But I do remember sitting there. I couldn't tell you one of his jokes. Uh-huh. 
It was before I understood comedy. Yeah, you're a child. You can't really break yeah. down his like setup and punchline. I as wish. A child. Uh, I hope Sinbad's doing good. I recently heard that he had like a stroke not too long ago. Oh no! Um, I'm sorry so, to hear that. Yeah, hope mm. you know. Thoughts and prayers to Sinbad. Hey, take care of yourself, mm-hmm. man. Um, wow. I did love his little bit on the show. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, he was on that show? Yeah. One of the characters had to go to an insane asylum, and Sinbad was also in the insane asylum. As this character. And Sinbad was like, <laughs> he um, does play a good Jesus. crazy guy. <laughs> he does a great job. I honestly, like, I will never watch Jingle all the way again now without thinking that Sinbad doesn't have I know. Kids. Now I got to go home and watch it all over again. Because it's, that's, we never, that's what, dad, what dad wouldn't show a picture of his son? Right. Especially at that time, they don't well, have a yeah, picture but, in his wallet. But uh, Arnold didn't show any pictures. But of Arnold's his son. a bad dad. We know that. He's yeah. He's okay, a bad. Hey, he's we're not, not a you're bad not going to poke dad. holes no, in my theory. Good, he's a good dad. He's yeah, nice. yeah. Your mom is really pro Arnold in this one. I am. I asked her if she would marry him, and without without a question, and yeah, heck yeah, without a pause, <laughs> with all that heck money yeah. he's got, yeah, hell yeah, heck yeah. Um, mom, we usually give a best person on set award. I think we may be able to guess who your best person on set award is. Yeah. But who is your best person Arnold on set? Arnold Schwarzenegger. It has Arnold. to be. Yeah. What's your favorite Arnold film? Uh, well, this is, is one of them. But yeah. I do like the the movie he made with Jamie Lee Curtis. True uh, Lies. Okay. Is it True Lies? <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, with their okay. spies. Yeah. I have that VHS as well. I like that um, movie. It's on as our well. cover art, actually. It is. It is. Um, oh, and before we dive deeper into the end of the episode, you do have oh, a mom, game for mom us. Mom brought. Some oh, Christmas yes. trivia for yes, us. Yeah. Please. And okay. show the camera uh, what you are holding, like the whole DVD case and where you okay. got this ca- camera A. Camera A. Show camera yeah, so A. So that's and our, this that's came our, inside. Our DVD. Uh-huh. And inside the DVD, there were some games. Family Fun Edition, it's called. There's oh also- my, this is honestly one of my favorite moments on this podcast ever. The fact that you were able to dig this out of the DVD cover a trivia game. I had no idea it was in there. We've had this DVD for years. I mean, they don't sell this DVD. You can't buy DVDs. I want to scream right now. Okay, so I have uh, jingle jokes. Ready? Um, this is actually way better than I anticipated. Okay, this is great. What happens to Santa when he falls in a fireplace? Uh, he, he burns his butt. He becomes Crispy Kringle. Ooh. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yes. Yes. These are you perfect. You have your own soundboard? <laughs> He's like, she does. I got that from my niece. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Liz. She's probably wah, listening. Wah. <laughs> what does Santa have a garden? Oh, I'm sorry. Why does Santa have a garden? Um, so to, that. To grow, to, to reduce his carbon footprint. To put used to his uh, ho ho hoes. <laughs> Good. Really? So he can ho ho ho. Hey. Well done. You thought you were being a jerk. <laughs> I wasn't being a jerk, honestly. <laughs> I had to think of that. Let me see what else is on here. Um, um did you know? Ooh, fun facts. Did you know the Christmas shopping season officially starts on the day after Thanksgiving, and it's known as? Black Friday. That's right. It's the best. It's the biggest holiday in America. Okay, so these, these are just facts. Okay, I was yeah. trying to think of something creative. Okay. That fact was clearly created created before 2000, because Black Friday is now like super synonymous because the um, the corporations figured it out. But but I don't need to get on that. They changed it up. That's another episode. Let of me Isaac give you another TV. fun that's, fact. That's another Alejandro soapbox that I could go on for. Uh, what about the Mall of America in Ooh. Minneapolis? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, Minnesota. 
is one of the largest malls in the world, seven Yankee stadiums large. They have a, they have their own submarine wow. in the Mall of America. Cool, and cool, a roller cool. coaster. It's so, it's that big. It's huge. Wow. It's a theme park. The Mall they of America. Ice skating rink. Yeah, the Mall of like America, a year-round ice skating rink. That's incredible. Uh, the Mall of America is legitimately a theme park now. You've been? No, I wouldn't go to Minneapolis. <laughs> it's a flyover state. We at have family best. there. We should go. Oh, I'll see you guys out there. Yeah. Oh wow, your plans completely changed. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie. I mean, what else? Do you have any closing closing thoughts before we wrap this baby up? Put a bow on it, a Turbo Man bow on it. No, I mean, uh, again, it's one of my favorite movies. It starts the Christmas season for yeah. me. I love having it on while I'm baking cookies or doing something like that for Christmas. And while we're decorating, we yep. always have Christmas movies on. It's a good handful of one of my favorite movies. Yeah, we have we have four or five that we do every year. So mm-hmm. we have this one, Jingle All the Way. Mm-hmm. Christmas with the Cranks is a standard in our oh, house. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Elf is a standard in oh, our house. Oh, yeah, that's another good one. <laughs> White, and then White Christmas and Holiday Inn. Yeah. Nice. I think like, yeah, those are the classics in Those there. are our solid five that like we can't go the year without seeing those. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, we, we get our diehards. At least I get my diehard in. And uh, I do love watching the Johnny Cash Christmas special and then Charlie Brown. Johnny you know. Cash Christmas yeah, special. Yeah, yeah. Just like Heidi. your ornament. I do have a Johnny Cash ornament Ooh, that I got cool. for Christmas a couple years ago, and it's just a guitar. And when you put when you push the button, it sings uh, uh, "Walk the Line." Really? And when uh, my nephew and my niece were growing up, that was their favorite ornament because you know they can click the button. And... We made sure we put it on the Christmas tree low enough that they can get to it, and they'd press that button over and over and over again. We hear Johnny Cash over and over. And it hasn't and over lost again. battery. It hasn't died. No, it's well. It it is slowing down. Johnny's voice has dropped a whole octave. A whole but, octave. Uh, it's uh, now a two minute jingle as opposed to a ten second jingle. Walk the line. <laughs> uh, we do rate this movie out of five. So if you'd like to rate it out of five, Heidi, as a Christmas movie, I would rate it a four. A four out of five. Sure. And, then, and then as a movie in cinema history. Oh, well, you may be a little bit lower. <laughs> what is your favorite movie of all time? Mm. I don't know that I can you think have of one. a... Pre- yeah, I favorite think... actor or actress? Um, growing up, I know your favorite actor was Tom Cruise. When I, I, do when like I was Tom growing Cruise. up, your favorite and actor And I was... do like that 007 guy. Daniel Craig. The new oh one, my Daniel gosh, Craig. He's awesome, yeah. He's, yeah. he's a good looking guy. Yeah. And an incredible actor. Knives Out. And we watched Lucky Logan. Remember when he plays the, the yes. blonde guy from the yes. South? I brought my parents to the theaters when that came out. Lucky Logan? Yeah, they did not like it. They were, <laughs> they were bored. Because oh. it's a slower paced it film. Is. My mom was like, I don't know what's going on. A lot uh, of talking. A lot of talking. So mm-hmm. that's, I mean, but I think he did great in that. Um, Yes, I give my best person on set award to Jake. Taylor, because I think he needs a shout out and should get some. We love you. I love you. I thought Phantom Menace was great. That movie was one of my favorite films. Mm-hmm. And um, bro, turn off the internet every once in a while. Yeah, you don't have to listen. <laughs> you don't to have to read all off, of that yeah. shit. So people being mean to you in person, like mental illness is a thing, man. Like really, stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. He didn't ruin your franchise. He was a kid. No, he, guys. Honestly, he's doing his thing. That last Star Wars film ruined the franchise. Ah, and that's How another. How many Star Wars movies are there? Nine. Oh well, my gosh. eleven if you count Rogue One and the Han Solo movie. Yeah, um, and also the well, twelve if you count the Clone Wars movie. Um, there's the cartoon a lot movie out there, and, and then there's, there's the, the holiday special, exactly. And now oh there's the Lego God. holiday special, which confuses me. Um, 
Wow. Yeah, there's quite a bit. But, I'll say 15. And then there's also canon and Star Wars Legend. But again, that's a different And that's then a different video episode. games and comics. And uh, that have their own. Whole you know, sorry universe. I brought it up. And I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> all right. 30 more minutes. <laughs> uh, my best person on set is Jake Taylor. Yeah. Uh, Christian, what about you? Phil Hartman. Oh, Phil Hartman. Oh, Rest in peace. Eve, he's. There's always something good about like hating the antagonist. If you spark that, uh, that emotion in me, uh, mm-hmm. where you're you're doing a good job. And he plays the sleazeball so so well. Yeah. He does. Like, he was casted in, perfectly. Even in like just the way like he talks, like he does this like long L. A guy thing. that's full of himself. <laughs> you know <what> like <laughs> I was charming. You once. do that well. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm kind of a jerk myself. So. Oh. Uh, but you know what? At least he prepares. He prepares. At least he's, he's organized. He's left behind a legacy. And yes, he knows. And he knows uh, all three of the wise men by name. Yes. One <laughs> of which uh, shares a last name with me or shares a name with me yeah. is uh, well, Balthazar. Balthazar. They have an H in there. Mine is just Balthazar. Um, and a lot of people get that wrong a lot of the time. But, you know, it doesn't bother me anymore. You know, to each their own. To each their own. Five out of five for me. Five out of five for me. Yes. Incre- incredible movie. Everyone needs to see this film. Yes. Like, this is one of those films that you can't Wait a go... minute. You guys just rated it higher than I did? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, you know... You're a tougher critic than we are. Wow. We've been reviewing bad movies for we've a gone, long time We've now. gone soft on these films. <laughs> yeah. we've, started, we've seen much, much, We kind of want worse. a job in the business, so we're also going <laughs> to... <laughs> we can't talk crap about these producers or directors or actors because we want them to like us if mm. we ever... Make it big. And hope that they never hear highly irrelevant. Yeah, that too. (laughs) But Um, uh, this is a great movie. Thank you, Mom, for coming on to the episode. Thank you, Heidi. You did an an awesome job. Thank you for allowing me to come in. As we close out, I have a request. If you could just look into the camera and give one nice anecdote for the holidays or just tell the baddies and give them some life advice on how to just enjoy the holiday season. I think that they would enjoy that. So... Um, camera A is your camera. Hi, camera A. <laughs> yes, if you would position the, as you look into the uh, camera, position the microphone in front of your face. Okay. Here we go. Oh, what gosh. do you got, Mom? Give us your best All life right. advice. Yes. Best life advice. And this year, 2020, that's been a horrendous year for all of us. I just wish all the baddies a very Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Um, stay healthy. Wear a mask. Enjoy the the time and uh, um, look forward to next year. Happy New Year and Merry Christmas. Perfect. Doesn't get better than that. Incredible. I think we'll end it with that. That doesn't get better than that. And what is this? A million downloads. Oh. Oh, Heidi, you broke the internet for us. (laughs) Kaboom. Uh, Happy December, y'all. Thanks, Mom. Thank Thank you, Heidi. Thank you. Bye. Bye.